0: The Kalkist Manifesto, Lord God, the Holy Father, Lord Vishnu, Yahweh, Allah, God right now on earth in human incarnation, Lord Kalki. He has been working on a book. It started as one short paragraph about four years ago on his Facebook wall. And now it's a 200 page book. It is close to completion. I got to read The early drafts a few months ago. In fact, the first time he shared it with me, he offered to put my name down as a co-author, and you know it was exciting. On the other hand, I realized very quickly that I mean I might polish the language a little bit, but I had made no contribution to the book. And so a few weeks later, I said, well, if you let me write a few sections of that book, add a few sections, then maybe it makes sense. Otherwise, right now, I have made no contribution. It doesn't make sense to add my name as a co-author. And he asked me, well, what sections do you want to add? and i mentioned the book seems to be focused on economic issues but there's a political section that i think is missing and maybe that can be added and he asked me what i would like to add what are the, some of the things that i would like to say and when i shared that idea like it didn't go with the theme like he also had thought through those topics and he was gonna also tackle those topics. So I said, well, it it, it, uh, it doesn't make sense that I should write my name down as a co-author. I have made no contribution as yet, but I would like to support it to the hilt. When the book comes out, uh, as an idea, it will be discussed, I hope, in economics departments, all over the world. And you don't have to be some kind of a well-trained economist to take a look at the book once it is out. Some of the key ideas are meant to be understood by an average human being. They're simple ideas. And it's not just a book as an idea, it's a book that will start work. And it is expected there'll be massive participation of people all over the world in support of the ideas presented in the book. And in this day and age, statecraft necessarily involves a political party. And a political party has been registered in Nepal, the first country where this idea will be applied. And the book will determine a big chunk of, the. I mean, the organization that I'm tasked with building, the Kalki Sena the purpose of the Kalki Senna is to help implement the ideas presented in that book, first in one country, then a few more countries, and ultimately, in every country. And I look at the book, and I look at you know the years ahead, and I am like, well, sounds like I'll be doing a lot of what I was doing before 2016, the year that I learned my true identity. you know, before 2016, and I have blogs to prove that, people, anybody can go and see. I've been blogging for decades, primarily talking about politics, economics, technology. Some of the ideas presented in the book, they can only be called paradigm shifts. It's a fundamental shift. What has been envisioned in the book? Peace and prosperity everywhere on earth. That is a much higher level of prosperity than what exists on earth today in any country even in the richest countries. It's much higher than that but then it becomes stagnant as in there's this high level of prosperity that is achieved and then the idea of economic growth kind of goes out the window. Why would that be? Why does the book envision a stagnant economy although much more prosperous than what exists today. It is because the number of people on earth on any one day are finite. There are only so many people on earth and each person has only so much in terms of material needs. like when you sit down to eat your meal how much can you eat it's a finite amount right that same thing is true for people's material needs people only stay dissatisfied because they want to plan for the future they're like well i have enough today, but what about tomorrow? What about next year? What about in 10 years? And that anxiety, it's at them. Well, in the new economy, imagined by the Kalkist Manifesto, there's no room for that anxiety. You can't even shave like that, you know. Your needs are met now. Your needs will be met later. Everyone will be working. There's no free lunch still. You still will have to work. But when I first looked at the idea in the early draft of some of the chapters, some of the earliest chapters, and it struck me like how simple the idea really is very simple, very workable. And the thing is to understand why the Kalkist Manifesto talks about a moneyless society. That phrase, moneyless society, pretty much distills the entire book. To understand that concept, you have to go back 5,000 years. There was a king, Parikshit, who the Hindus called the Kalipurus, and the Muslims and the Christians and the Jews called Satan or the devil. Well, Hindus also have a similar word called Satan, right? That who is Satan. Called Satan by the Christians and the Jews. The Hindu word for that is Satan, Very similar sounding word. 5,000 years ago, that Kalipurus, Satan, the Satan, he went to the king and said, give me some space. I'm requesting, give me some space. And so the king gave him some space and he said, well, give me some more space, please. The king said, what do you want? He said, I I need to be in money and gold. And the king granted that request, which was a bad idea, but that's how it started. And so money is the tool Satan uses to mess things up in a major way. I mean, look at right now. Look at how the temperature is rising everywhere. I'm not talking about global warming. I'm talking about the geopolitical temperature. You have an active war in Ukraine among the two biggest nuclear powers on the planet, direct and indirect. And you have rising tension on the Korean Peninsula in that part of the world. You have rising tension in the Himalayas on the China-India border, not to count all the minor tensions here and there, like Armenia, Azerbaijan, And if you go back, say to World War II or World War I, you will realize money stays at the root of conflict. It is said 90% of the quarrels married couples have is about money. Okay, so it's true at the level of individuals, families. It's also true at the level of nations countries. And so the Kalkist Manifesto designed to end this age, this Kali Yuga, the worst of the four ages that has been going on for more than 5000 years. The cure seems to be, the solution seems to be a paradigm shift to be called a moneyless society described in the book to be published very shortly in a few short weeks in a few short months called the Kalkist Manifesto authored by no, none other than Lord God the Holy Father in human incarnation right here on earth as Lord Kalki. And Lord Kalki is a title just like the Buddha is a title. The Buddha the name he had, the name he got when he was born, the name his parents gave was Siddhartha Gautama. But we know him as the Buddha. The Buddha is a title. Similarly, Lord Kalki is a title. And so this book, and one of the first thing that occurred to me when i heard that name you know the Kalkist Manifesto it will also be known as the Karmaist Manifesto because karma is a very popular name globally it's a very popular noun globally so people will understand that better than if it were to be called the Kalkist Manifesto everywhere so when you hear you know the Kalkist Manifesto What does that sound like, right? It sounds like the Communist Manifesto, except the Calchist Manifesto announces that document as an abject failure. Communism has failed, socialism has failed, capitalism has failed. All these major economic systems have failed in a major way. It sounds like that, right? So not only Lord Kalki is the author of the Kalkist Manifesto, he will also be the person who will be taking the lead to implement that very gradually, you know, start in one country, then go to a few countries and ultimately every country. That first country will be Nepal. We're both from Nepal. In fact, his hometown and my home village barely 10 miles apart but now the, the town that you know we both call hometown is the same janakpur dham in nepal that's our hometown now that's where our families live that is a very famous town in the hindu belief system lord rama married the princess of mithila sita the princess of the kingdom of mithila and that kingdom of mithila its capital was janakpur dham there's a grand temple in janakpur dham the largest temple in all of nepal dedicated to sita and That's our hometown, but we didn't know each other. I came to the U.S. on my own. He came to the U.S. on on his own, almost a decade and a half after I did. And if he had come to New York City, I might have gotten to know him pretty early, but he didn't. He first landed in Boston and then from Boston, he moved to Pittsburgh. I first met him at a picnic in 2018, at a park in Queens. It was a fairly large gathering, and then when it was his turn to speak, and introduced himself as an entrepreneur, and I remember thinking, such an impressive entrepreneur, and how come I, I didn't know him yet? Right, we are from the same part of Nepal, same first language, same culture, same district, right? So people from that background in the US, it's a small community. Most people know each other, especially back then. So I first met him in 2018 at a park in Queens at a picnic, and we stayed in touch where each other's numbers. And he first mentioned this idea of what sounds like, you know, the Kalkist Manifesto. Around 2020, and it didn't make too much sense to him. And it didn't, all he asked was, do you know an economist will help me? You know, with this book, and I did refer something in ne- somebody in Nepal who had gone to a college in the U.S. but had moved back to Nepal for good. And but then that was that. You know, I I didn't think too much about it. I didn't he didn't tell me much. I didn't understand much. Only two years later, right? I had been I learned my true identity in 2016 and. And I was introducing myself to the world regularly, not exactly clicking for years, right, blogging. And then in 2022, I had taken to producing videos. So I produced one video where I said I was Brahma, the creator in human incarnation. And I shared with some of the people that I know, my, my personal social circle and Well, he was one of them. So, he got the video and he replied saying, well, I'm Vishnu in human incarnation. To that I said, look, this thing that you just said, you know, if this is incorrect, that is major sin. It is so major it has its own name. It's called blasphemy. He immediately picked up the phone, and it took him 10 minutes to prove to me that he was indeed the Bishnu Aptar. Everything that I had been saying to the world, like, you know, I have fulfilled prophecies, this and that, the same metric he used to prove to me that he was indeed the Bishnu Aptar. So that's. You know, late in 2022. And of course, you know, over the following weeks, it became absolutely clear to me as to why I am here. Before that, it was not that clear to me. It was, in fact, not clear at all. It was just vague. I had a vague idea of why I was here. I learned who I was in 2016, but until 2022, I did not have clarity on why I was here. What was the work I was here to do? It became absolutely clear to me, my mission. And you can see it at my blog, The After my mission became clear, my activity went up. Suddenly, I was blogging so much more than I had been doing even in 2016 or 2017. Because now, I knew why I was here. It became clear to me. Also, you know, it's like talking to Lord Kalki today is akin to talking to Lord Krishna when he was on earth or talking to Lord Rama when he was on earth or talking to Lord Buddha when he was on earth or talking to Lord Shiva, who the Christians know as the Holy Spirit when he was on earth. It's like that. It's very special. It looks like you know any other human being. That's the whole point about being in human incarnation. On the other hand, when you listen to him, it feels like You are listening to Lord Krishna. Who am I? I am Jesus, the son of God, come back as promised. Brahma, the creator in human incarnation. And my identity is verified through prophecies fulfilled, a dozen of which I have listed at my blog, jesusisback.xyz. And I will fulfill dozens and dozens more. My identity is established through miracles performed and well documented also listed at my blog, and it is established through the clarity of my mission, the work I'm here to do, which is the answer to the 2000-year-old prayer, Thy Kingdom Come, taught by me and addressed to Lord God the Holy Father, your God and my God, who Himself is on earth in human incarnation as Lord Kalki. Here to be king of all earth in 22 years by the clock. The Hindus have been waiting for him for 5,000 years now and know him as Vishnu. Jews call him Yahweh, Muslims, Allah. He was Rama 7,000 years ago. Krishna 5,000 years ago and Buddha 2,500 years ago. Rama was born in Ayodhya, Krishna in Mathura. Rhyming names. The Buddha in Lumbini and Lord Kalki in Matihani. Rhyming names again. He is the long-awaited messiah of the jews one king for all of earth who will bring peace and prosperity everywhere this age will end a new age will begin the best of all four ages